Hello and welcome to episode four of Like-Minded Podcast. I am Caitlin Bradley and I'm the host today and this is Bob Towers, my co-host. Thank you. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm what what you been up to? <laughs> From 10 minutes ago, not a lot. <laughs> Have you been attending any parties um, late, lately? No, it's COVID-19. Really? Well, I, I thought you'd, you know, you, you were having it large in Blackpool That's with, with the massives. With the massives. That's next weekend. No, because I, I have this feeling that, like, you know, I'm at home mm. in my dressing gown mm. reading Aristotle's theory about Greek tragedy <laughs> when you're out. <laughs> like having it large in Blackpool, like illegal raves. Is, is that, that not true? Yeah. No, Bob. Oh, that's really disappointing. I know, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Anyway. Yes, we. I, I'm excited about today because we've got the, the lads from Hounds of the Round Table, which is an independent production group, um, Will Grunhill and Ryan Jones. Welcome, welcome, welcome. lads. Welcome, hello. hello. Thanks for having us on. Can I start then? Because, yeah. um, you, you know, th this podcast is about uh, performing art, uh, local performing art, and... Uh, we need to, to show a kind of range of what's available, what's going on on, on Merseyside. And film is, is a big thing. And I'm just really impressed with the work that, that, that you've done so far. Um, but can, can explain to me, um, yeah. where, where, do you, where do you come from? Yeah, introduce what's this yourself. about? Yeah. Uh, we're a brand new uh, production company. We've only just started out very recently this year. Hounds of the Round Table, and I am one half of it. And uh, I come from Hull, unfortunately. <laughs> I always have to say that. And I've got a background in theatre. Didn't want to do this originally. I, I did a couple of roles. Because you, uh, you told me about that, yeah, about yeah. you you acting and then saying at some point, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I no, want to no. kind um, of be behind the camera. Or when I was four, I was, I'm, I'm going to be the doctor. I'm going to be Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. That was my goal, my life goal. It was for so many years, and I realised, that's not going to happen. That's very <laughs> unlikely. They say never give up on your dreams, yeah. but one role of, out of millions and... I suppose, you know, make your own, yeah. Hmm. So... Anyway, I was in that whole world. Got some stories I could tell, not for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keep it PG. But yeah, and I was just not very happy with it, mm. with how things were going. But you were up in Edinburgh, weren't you? But I, I ended up getting a couple of good roles. Um, and then, I, yeah, I ended up in at the Edinburgh Fringe, mm -hmm. got to play the em Emperor Franz Joseph. Oh, brilliant. Hasberg, brilliant. Uh, yeah. In a musical play, Fall of Eagles. Okay. Were you singing? I was. Get know. out of here. No, really? I didn't know you yeah. sung. <laughs> I used to, I don't anymore. You won't catch me doing this here. And now, there. did you I mean, have an epiphany microphone. in Edinburgh um, that, that said, do you know what, this acting isn't for me? Is, is no, it's not that it isn't for me. If you were to say to me, you know, oh, I've got a role for you, I'd go, oh, go on then. Because uh, I do miss it and I'd love to take mm. it up again. Mm. But it was then, I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I might get here again, but I've had such a brilliant time. It's, oh, I should be chasing things that aren't, aren't going to happen. It's like, you, you do heroin once, it's great. You, you look at his face, <laughs> why are you saying this? No, What's it's true. Like, on five minutes? I have not done. <laughs> so here... But once it's but done, do it's it, done. You know, yeah. He yeah. loses, yeah. loses that first year. So yeah. hang on, you then, you then wind up in Liverpool Hope um, at, at uni. Yeah. Um, how did you make that leap? How did you get there? Well, I, I never meant to come to Liverpool. I meant to go to Manchester, but they don't have me. 
<laughs> they wouldn't have me. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm coming here. Was, was this then, the algorithm? No, I love it, <laughs> no, I love it here. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm really glad I didn't get in there because everything happens I really for don't a like reason. Manchester United, so it'd be a bit of a problem <laughs> here. I'm a big Liverpool spot. Now, yeah, so it was meant to be. Because I, I like the, the next step. So the next step, you are, you are in, in a bar in the Baltic Triangle or somewhere. And you meet this this man here. How yeah, does this happen? This is when the roads cross. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. It's one yeah. of those nights where you think it's inconsequential, and but no, 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 no. Nope. It was, uh, you know, and there was so much that could have gone wrong. I, I could not have turned up that night because it was raining real bad that night. Mm. And I was walking all the way from Everton area. Mm. Oh, That's where I was living. And I thought, oh, I might, I might go on. It's raining. If I did mm. that, never mind. Yeah. And we went, and it was just all these really, well, older, older gentlemen. Let's call. Were, were they hipsters? No, like people like the, the late thirties and forties. Okay. You know, people who run companies and, and. Yeah, yeah. I went to go sit with them, and I thought, well, go, go, go and, see what he's up to. And Ryan, what what's your perspective on on this of of how so it happened? My sort of perspective was very similar to Will's. Grew up, had that sort of. It, dabbled with drama here and there and then was like this isn't really my sort of thing Mm. i don't like the pressure i don't like the lights on you on the stage it's just so (laughs) frustrating (laughs) so no (laughs) and then um i remember asking my gcse drama teacher like oh you know like is there a part of like the curriculum where like i can do directing instead of acting or like Mm. set design and she was like no there is not sorry (laughs) you can't do that so um went and studied media in college that didn't work out it just there was just too much there, you know, they wanted you to cover everything. They saw media as like this big terminology that you could swipe uh, everything. everything. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have to dabble with like politics and news and stuff mm. that I just didn't want to do. So I left mm. that. And I was just trying to kind of make it on my own. It was kind of doing okay. I'd done a little bit of work on some documentaries and stuff. Mm. And a friend of mine from college who had worked on a few documentaries with um, invited me to a film network and meetup. I didn't even know it was happening. Mm. He just invited me down. And so we went down there, and yeah, we we saw the table of people who were there for the filmmakers meet up, and we were a mm. bit bit wary because we kind of know about the sort of people who were out there in the industry. Who, if you haven't got kits or money, they don't really want to know yes. you and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. we we got a couple of drinks and sat down, and we were a little bit hesitant, and um, we ended up. Yeah, you just came over to us, didn't you, and just asked, could you sit down? Yeah, what all that very awkwardly. Mm. Here for the meetup. <laughs> long, bl- wet, long black coat, long hair covering your face. Oh, I had hair down to my shoulders. Oh, yeah. 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 It was a very different he, time. You would have. I can't believe you didn't go. Oh, he's a sight. Get away from me. <laughs> but, yeah. but maybe you saw in him. Hang on, this. He's he's weird. He probably knows no, he things. <laughs> well, we kind of. I. Not at first. I'm. I'm very weird myself. I always have been throughout school and stuff, so I'm not quick to dismiss weird because I think weird's yeah. cool. I think weird just breathes. Weird like, is the new positivity. cool. You're weird yeah. 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 up. Yeah. yeah. So when, I don't know, I think a lot of people would have been quick to maybe dismiss him. People have been quick to dismiss me in the that's past because true. of just how we are. But yeah. at the end of the day, we are who we are. No, but I, I think that's nice because we, we, we see a load of people that are beginner's friends and then they start something together like an enterprise. Uh, mm. So how did you get from kind of knowing each other to hounds of the round table? 
Well, actually, that's quite a funny story because we he, he gave us a list of names for um, possible projects mm. and out of all of that, we supposedly picked the one that he had the script for and we were like, yeah. wow, what a cool coincidence. There were like 30 titles, all just ideas and just one because I was lazy and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I'll, mm. I'll write them one day, but the one I did get around to, he just, they picked it. Just, and, it wow. and it's a coincidence because if yeah. they didn't put their finger on that title and go oh you got a script for that and they did for some other else yes then it yeah. wouldn't I'd have go, happened no no yeah. I, I don't and then that's that would be the title of that but is it hounds at the round table because you you you're, you're both obsessed with dogs or something as well well we'll get there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that's a part of it it kind of like i say it all bred from that and we kind of um had that that instinctual idea to like make this and it was so ridiculous like it's the first thing we've ever done and there's a huge party sequence and you need vans and cars and mm. lots of screens mm. yeah, popping up on computers all animated and it's like it's never gonna happen for your first thing the pixels have eyes and uh, maybe we'll do it one day mm. oh, we will. the script's it's there the it's on the, the shelf yeah it's there yeah. But we, we were like ah we're gonna do this and then it didn't happen. Yeah, it fell I th- through. I think if I look in my Google Drive, I have like nine drafts of that one yeah. script. We were <laughs> revising that like... Like every mm, few yeah. days there was like new additions to the script and it was like jumping forward 10 years, jumping back. It, it was wasn't insane. necessary. It, it was ridiculous. Like, but that fell through. Yeah. And, and we like just We went our separate ways. Out of really? shame. <laughs> yeah, we went our separate ways. We didn't know each other. Good well, year. Anyway. Mm, For a good, good year, yeah. I barely, barely even like thought about each other really. But I really... Ho- no, no. To be fair, I saw you went to Brazil. That was pretty impressive. I remember being like, "What what, what, (laughs) what brought you back together and 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 start this?" Then, well, I I had a bit of a. I was really excited about doing this project with, um, but but you fell through, and it wasn't. You know, it hurt. It did. Yeah. yeah. You know, Uh, and I really thought maybe maybe film isn't for me either. Yeah, maybe it's not right. Maybe maybe maybe, you know acting wasn't. Maybe Mm. film's not. What is? I don't know. But Mm. I'll I'll do one film. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I ended up getting an opportunity to go to Brazil at school. And uh, I made this film and I had a fantastic time. Oh, yeah. it was Tell brilliant. us about that. I how did you get into it in the first place? It was with Liverpool Hope. Um, mm. we, I, I cycled from Liverpool to Hull mm. to raise £1,500. Wow. And brilliant. I got over there. You know, We were teaching at school. I was showing what stuff I had made off, made to some there. And I, I asked the person who ran the school and I said, the other people are teaching the kids. Can I just film this? And I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, in retrospect, what I know now a year later, you know, there's things I would change about that. Really? Yeah, I would have um, done things differently. But for a first attempt, I'm immensely proud with it. Good, oh. good. And we just released that on YouTube um, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. Yeah. So table. Hope in Brazil yeah. is, is is. Or is Esperanza, no Brazil. Very nice. That's probably pronounced even wrong. better. Even better. Yeah. Um, tell us about your, your time there, though, because mm. you were in like a, you were in the middle of nowhere basically, and it was very kind of rural, mm. very very kind of poverty. Well, here's the plan. I thought oh, I've had such a marvelous time here. Actually, if if the whole film stuff goes wrong, I'll I'll just get out of university. And I'll just go to come to Brazil. Mm. I'll just wow. do something like that. Just see where it takes me. Yeah. I'm not doing that now. That was the plan for yeah. a while. But never well, say never. Never say never. What maybe. kind of impact did, did doing that have on you? Oh, profound. Mm. I mean, no, it was. And I'm not being pretentious there. No. I mean, I'm not being pretentious. These people, we all think, when you hear of Brazil, you think, 
Oh, it's crime. It's mm. you'll, you'll get mugged. You'll have a bunch yeah. of children come up because you were in the favelas and, and things. Yeah, we I went into a favela and I felt safe. Mm. They were all very friendly with me. Yeah. Obviously, you know, if you went to a real favela, it would be a different story. Yeah. Mm. This was in Belo Horizonte. I, I can only say I met the best people of my life. Yeah. I really right. did. And that's that's really all I can say. In the in in so far as you hear it's crime, it's this mm. poverty. And I've never met any pe- anyone so willing to give and so loving. Mm. Crazy people I met, but lovable. I mean, I met this, I made a friend over there I absolutely love to bits. He's he's called Marlon mm. and he's an evangelical preacher. And really? he's, he's, he took me onto the streets while he was yeah. preaching. It was, yeah. it was a sight to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Characters you would not find over here. They're just a different crop. Yeah. So you, yeah. you come back and, you know, you, your eyes are being opened by, by yeah. your, uh, your, your trip there and the, you know, profound effect that it's had on you. Um, do you come back with a renewed kind of um, um, feeling to, to get involved in, in more filmmaking? Uh, uh, well, tell oh, us the next oh, step. How, there, was that, there was that Ryan kid from a couple of months ago. <laughs> I'll see what he's up to. I dropped, dropped him a message. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, I've made a film. Get your eyes on it. <laughs> Have a watch of this, see what mm. you think. And if you've got anything going, cool. If, I mean, at, at that point, it's like, you might have stuff going, you might not, stuff, mm. no, nothing might happen. I don't yeah. know. It's worth a shout. I'll, I'll, I'll email him. I sent emails to some other people, never got back, but Ryan did. Oh, so yeah. Ryan, you were the only one who replied to I his email, yeah. so that, yeah. that's, but, yeah. but that's fate, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, like I say, we we fell out on the project previously, yeah. and not like bad for. No, yeah, it's just like, this isn't. It's not going to work. Not, it's not like Gallagher brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we sort of left it there, and then I kind of had a strange year. I had like personal stuff going on in my life, and so that caused me to like step away from filmmaking. And then I got an opportunity from a friend who was working on a feature film that mm. was shot in Liverpool. It's an indie feature film, sci-fi. It's called J1S. It's directed by Jay Cunningham, and the man is just like, he's a legend. He's, really? He's an absolute inspiration. He went and shot this all on his own, no no real help from any studio or anything, mm. his own little production company, and he smashed it. I am. Um, it's not out yet, but I can't wait to see it. He's still finishing up the final touches. But I just got off the back of working on a um, a week of like that was my first thing of you know working on mm-hmm. a feature film and it was real. Yeah. We were doing night shoots. We were like giving it proper bits, going all hours to get um to do this thing. And one night we finished about two o'clock in the morning. And obviously you write down little ideas you had and stuff, but. I was just like thinking of all these different ideas because I was on a film set. I'm like, I've got all these ideas Mm -hmm. racing through me and I was going to just like walk a bit home and then get a taxi like when it was a bit cheaper and (laughs) the director nicely turned around and was like, you know, oh no, I won't have you getting a taxi and that like jump in the car and he gave me a lift. You know, he's the man's a director. Um, And he's really done us solid. And um, so he gave us a lift and we drove, he drove me home and he said to me on the way home, he was like, like asking me about what I wanted to do, like my background and yeah. stuff, and then he said, like you know, where you come from and stuff is like kind of similar to me, and that's like mm. it's gonna be the hardest for you to like make it with the way you're doing it, but just like don't give up and just make something. Like if you can make something, if it's in your power to make it, go and make it. And that really like stuck with me that he said yeah. that, like because I was like, you you did do that, and look at you, you're making like a feature film. Yeah. So that's kind of what inspired me to them. Um, and it was like I, the way I came up with the law, which is our um, 
uh, an upcoming project which stars Caitlin. Um, <laughs> hype. <laughs> but yeah, so we um, the way I came up with that was like there was a really bad horror film that came out in like like last year called like Countdown where there was like an app on people's phones <laughs> oh, and it yeah. told you like really like, oh, yeah apparently this brilliant. Brilliant. No, why not, is it crap? Not, Come on, this no. sounds Be- well. People just like get smacked around by like an invisible force when the countdown <laughs> okay. gets to okay. zero and it's just okay. I, it was trying to make like a supernatural like device like phone scary and like a supernatural but way. there's a nugget of something yeah, good there's in there, there. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know it yeah. just got me mind sick and, yeah. and I was like well that's not how you make like a scary film about phone the way you do that is it's someone calling who means something to the character it's it's a phone right. so it's a phone call and that that developed the idea for yeah. the law so I, I messaged him and he said yeah I've got the law and now we're about to release it in a couple of months. It's took us a while, but we're getting there. Not that long, though. No. It was, it was no. filmed it in February. Yeah. It, it would have been sooner, but COVID-19. And yeah. but, but the lovely thing that I, I like about you guys is there's no money for, for this. You've just no, gone no. out and, and yeah. done it with we you know with your own equipment and, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Was, um, we actually got, uh, we will say, we got help big time yeah. for from um, Jay Cunningham the okay, director that he yeah. gave us a little bit um, some of our own yeah. bits and just other people in the industry yeah, uh, Danny Gustafson um, Stephen Brazier like just little bits that we all had um, Jamie Roach as well just mm. little bits that people had even if they couldn't be on set at all times they threw me little things yeah. to help and that yeah. meant so much because yeah. yeah. it was really it was a team effort like the amount of strings yeah. we had to pull and hold together there was insane but and things could have gone wrong disaster you know it could be a disaster it could oh, have been a disaster yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. it, you always not, do uh, not really any point was it it's, it was a marvellous experience and has that kind of inspired you to do the next one and move yeah. on I mean, and, and, from, and from the lair came Hounds of the Round Table Yes. yes that's when you put your name together didn't you yeah, well, we said the, you know we're yeah. serious about this yeah. the conversation was just mainly like we rarely need something to release this and we don't want to just do like okay i'll release it on my like this means something this needs to be a proper thing and then we were waiting on finishing touches because of mm. COVID 19 it was like you know what we should have a full production company yeah. we should have full like mm. marketing for this film we should do it properly because like, i was you know the beginning of the lair, we, we didn't know each other mm. at the end of the lair, we could have gone our separate ways but by that time we're, we're a unit we're, yeah we could we could yeah, yeah. yeah but that that's the other thing that i pick up about about you two is that you are so different it's from so each other different. Um, yeah. because you have different kind of personalities and you have different kind of taste in things, but that doesn't stop you from working together. And it's I think really it's, that love of film that bonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, you, you know, love of horror in, in particular oh, yeah. as, yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, but Ryan, you're you're more of a kind of eighties kind of uh, yeah. horror movie slasher kind of movie stuff, and. Um, well, you're more of your, your kind of arty Japanese horror stuff. Is yeah, is that right? I'm, am I yeah. overclassifying you, yeah, oversimplifying right, right. you there? I'm pretentious. I think it's him. It's not even more horror for you, is it? Well, it's more just like older movies and yeah. an older style of filmmaking. Yeah. yeah, because you said when we were chatting. Oh, Ryan, you need to see this movie nah, that's made in Sweden in, in 1918 or something. 1922, Haxan, okay. Swedish film about witchcraft. Wow. Now, wh- why haven't you watched it, Ryan? Come on. You've um, got the recommendation. Well, I put it on, and I can't lie. It was, it was a big task. It was a big undertaking. You've got to get past that documentary bit. Also, the first 20 minutes, like, it's brilliant. can we mention the fact that if you go on YouTube to find this film, there is only subtitles that aren't English. So the only way for me to watch it would have been to watch it without any, like, unless I hunted no, down a copy. No, there's English subtitles for Haxan, uh, not so, for Onibaba, though. 
<laughs> you've got the BFI player. I mean, I bought a subscription. You've got no excuse. But then again, I haven't seen the classics like Nightmare on Elm Street. And he tells me, watch them. And I've got oh. no. But, but so sometimes it, it's good that you haven't seen those kind of things because it doesn't influence you to kind of replicate that or, or, or to copy it. But the other thing that, that I spotted with, with you kind of having those, those different choices, you like one kind of genre, you, you like another kind of genre, but that means you create something new that's a kind of mixture of... Yeah, of I kind of like all genres, aside from rom-coms. They can, mm-hmm. they can do one. <laughs> <laughs> rom-coms, I don't like them. Oh, we, we could do a horror rom-com, too. <gasps> okay. Caitlin would be no, ace for that, I've got, I've yeah. got an idea for a rom-com, the, an anti-rom-com called A Plagued Romance, where it's set in, you know, uh, 1666, yeah. uh, plague, plague Lon- London during the plague, yeah. and, and a plague doctor and a... And the nurse fall in love, and then they both oh, end up wow. dying. <laughs> Mate, oh. I'm, I'm already up, my yeah. my hands in my pocket already. <laughs> but it, with the expressed purpose of making it as disgusting as possible, so it's like it's not this nice soppy oh. romance. I don't want to be. I in don't that. like. What, it. <laughs> what is the kind of um, what what is the the big plan for um, for Hounds at the Round Table? Because. Um, you know, you, you are new, and this, oh, yeah. this is wonderfully new. new, and and whatever. But if I saw you in two or five years' time, and things had gone really well, what would you like to have happened? What well, we really just want to be able to stand on something and say, look at what, look at what we've built, and help the people who are like not beneath us, but who are trying to make the way up. You know, yeah. people. Are, mm-hmm. We're all trying it's, to. It's reach a point. People telling us you can't do it. Well, haha, <laughs> we mm. can. Yeah. Yeah. And we will, and we have. Yeah. Like, um, we just and, and that's a good motivation to kind of um, prove wrong kind of doubters and people that have kind of poured negativity on, on oh, you in, in it's the, the past. best kind yeah. of motivation <laughs> if a person is. has the right motives and they're not in it just for money or self-serving if they're there to mm. you know there to make something a piece of art yeah, then yeah. they can work with us. And you know, already now it, it's not just us anymore. Even after the law, we have um, we have connections with people like Caitlin and our other actor Paul mm. um, Paul Lamb, fabulous guy. Like we, yeah. Every, so everyone around him. us is fantastic. Yeah, like the energy everyone brings and stuff like is amazing, and that's what we want to do. We've just teamed up with a writer who I went to school with. I haven't spoke to him in um, a good year or two, and he just got in touch with me after seeing us publishing Hounds of the Round Table and stuff. And um, we met up, and he's got a few scripts for us now. And we're looking forward to working with him. Brilliant! Tell us about the 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 law, the the, the last movie that that you've done. Then you're the director. Yeah. So um, go ahead. The law is like, it means everything to me. Like it feels like it's what like the past twenty years of my life, mm. like built to at this moment in time. Mm. I don't really see how I can get past it, but I'm sure we will with some of our future projects. But as for as for this, like I say. It, it started out that simple idea on a piece of paper. I actually, I was looking back, I was showing Gaz, our sound engineer the other day, like my original like paperwork for like it, like the script that I handwritten and stuff. And I just found a single page torn out of a notebook and it literally, I'm not even making it up. <laughs> it only has written on it. Um, Mom receives a call from his dead wife. Like wow. that's all it has well, on it. that's the trigger. And, and that was it. Trigger. That's that yeah. like shot me out of a yeah. cannon. And, and Caitlin's our dead wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin <laughs> is Laura. <laughs> Um, so how does it feel like having that paper to getting it released in like two months how it, it feels insane feel? it, it like it actually feels unbelievable i've been i'm like i feel like fa- like i've finally achieved something but also not just myself has achieved something we've achieved mm-hmm. something as a team yeah. and 
when when we watch it, it's like we we gave Caitlin a little sneak peek the other day since she is a star, and it's like you said, didn't you? You um you felt like it felt like a real movie rather yeah. than like mm. a short movie. Like, that's what I was saying. It it was mm. sent like twenty seven minutes, but you've got it down to twenty one. But it did. It felt like five minutes. It was. Yeah. It, mm. it, I'm not just saying that because I'm in it and I'm plugging it, but <laughs> it is good. No, um, that... I was shocked at the quality of you both doing it because you see short films, and no. I wanted to do a lot of short films this year to get a show reel together, mm. and that's the reason why I approached these. That's the reason why I applied for the um, role. But like, I was surprised on the quality of it. It's just brilliant, and I can't wait for it to be released um i'm so excited to see it with the music now and oh like it's it's all coming together when yeah. you see it come together like i was saying i called will the other day after um we had again gaz farley amazing guy does all our sound work and our music with um with his team and i i trust him so much with with it he just you give him sort of those influences and those vibes you're going for mm. and he yeah. hits the mark yeah. straight away there's no I asking twice i mean i've been playing his music over and over and i'm not just trying to say this to be nice i mean i have put it on which um while we're plugging people mm. vice like clutch on soundcloud people <laughs> oh his band <laughs> anime strip club <laughs> um love that but yeah, he's he smashed it, and I literally called Will because we were putting some some of the score over the scenes, and I, I just had to get up in my living room and like do a little jig because I was just like so happy. Wow. Like, yeah. There's um there's just this moment. I I won't spoil nothing because it's quite late on in the movie. Spoil it. But but um <laughs> there's just a moment where the shots creepy. The, what's going on is kind of atmospheric, but it didn't really. It was just. It was just stuff happening on the screen and then we put the music on and like you just felt that eeriness creeping you felt you felt what the shot actually was rather than what it looked like yeah. at that yeah. moment yeah. it was insane it's magical when it all comes together yeah and that that's the beauty of filmmaking because it's not just it's not just a camera planted down and done yeah. this it's a million and i think that's the thing i really learned from directing the lord is my first one i said to mm. all of my friends who want to direct and all the people i know who want to eventually direct i said it is not what you think. No. Like this is not, this is not standing around being Mr. Director, no, making a film. Like yeah, you're like yeah. you're a manager. It feels it feels like you're working yeah. a shop floor. You've got to go around and check on everyone. You feel Do like you don't have you yeah. feel like you don't have time for everyone, and you're trying to balance that. I, mean, like, I suppose it's like crazy. on bigger productions, you've got roles where that would set, normally yeah. be filled. You, yeah. The director wouldn't be doing that. But yeah. we've yeah. really done everything. Like mm. casting, yeah. we're casting now for our next one. We've done mm. everything. We've we've really got the budget yeah. we need and. Probably you won't need to do that at a high level. But yeah, no, but, but that, that's the great you, thing yeah. about where you are. That you are doing everything, but it is your baby because you yeah. are so involved yeah. in, in every aspect of it. Yeah. And it's nice because you're both writers and you both want to be directors. Yeah, so I never say never. I'm a big believer in that. Like, just try. Yeah, What's, what have you got to lose? Literally, just try mm. it. But that, I, I think you, your story as well is about inspiring others. And yeah. I'm wondering, like, what advice would you give to other people that are looking at um, producing short films themselves, getting into film? Um, because obviously you've got people at home with mobile phones or whatever, making films, putting them on social media and, and that. What's the leap to get from where they are now to where you are? I think it's a strange question to ask because not only a year ago we were in that position. Mm. You know. Yeah, um, like we can never forget that. I, I originally said when I said, like, Will asked me, like, he read the first draft of the script. He said, "Okay, so 
what are you going to do with this? Like, you've got a script. The last one, you know, failed badly. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with this one? And I just said, someone was like, I want to do it. However it needs to. And if was... I need to get random people I know to act in it, if I need to yes. film it on my iPhone, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do gonna, it. You were going to. Yeah. And you were unsure about even showing me the script at first, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to just make this thing and put it out there. I didn't yeah. want... I, I really didn't want it to fail again. I didn't want to. Is, is that the less? Is that the lesson though? Kind of do it yourself and don't be put off and just use what whatever you can. Yeah, it's and... that, use whatever is in your resources. Like, um, if you think you haven't got a budget, like don't like when you look at the budget for the law compared to what we got out of it. I have seen full feature films that mm. had like five thousand pounds put into them or five thousand dollars put into them, and they come out looking horrible look on the mm. store and you can tell they end up being like part of the we watched movies. some short films on amazon prime oh yeah uh, they were not, we were going to originally put our film on amazon prime when we saw that we, thought, no, we didn't want it to get really? lost in there it was um mm. it, i don't um i don't exactly know we looked into it you need like a production company of sorts to be releasing right. it to get it on there but some of some of the things people put on there it is like I think there's a difference between doing things low budget and doing things with with no care put into it. Mm. Yes. Because we, yeah. Yeah. And don't just make anything. If only make something you, like it, it gives you energy. You just yeah. know it clicks. Yeah, because you were you know you were passionate about about the the work that you're doing out in Brazil. You are really passionate about making the law and stuff. Absolutely. I, and that's the other ingredient, I suppose. You know, doing what you love and and, and are passionate mm. about, as well as them getting someone who's like on the same wavelength as you yeah. or you could yeah, I mean you'd say now the story about Joe Cunningham and his family yeah um, no, I mean not to share the guy's whole story but um, you know he's got many he's got children he's got a wife at home and stuff and um, you know to see him when we were on set and his wife was bringing the meals in and sort of that dynamic really mm. influenced our mm. set where yeah. my partner Saskia was cooking mm. for us and stuff yeah. and helping us out and it kind of gave me it just it fills you with hope, sort of I know, doesn't he's to got see it. Tons of kids. He's like, well, I'm making a feature film anyway. He's got yeah, a few kids. Yeah, he's got yeah. a couple of kids, maybe three or four. But yeah. um yeah. he's got a family at home, but he's he's making his feature films that he's following his dream and yeah. I see him always posting things about his daughter sitting with him when he's doing the edit for his film mm. and that he's in a family the, man first. In and the same sense you've got some kids at home, haven't you? I got the boys at home, I got um Parker and Miles with my partner Saskia, yeah. our um our staffy and our American bully. People have thought they are the hounds of the round they are, they are yes. they're, 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 they're the on the logo <laughs> yeah. slap bang on the logo we're, along with Sergeant, Sergeant who's owned by my friend Louie <laughs> and my two dogs Dan the poodle and my dog childhood dog Digby who is no longer my, oh, the oh, I was going to say how old is Digby but Digby's gone oh he would be like 30 now oh wow. my god yeah, but Sergeant, you put Sergeant in the film, didn't you? Yeah, the yeah. law, um, the American Bulldog is my yeah. um, dog in the film. L- Louis consistently really likes to um, like train him with Sarge. My dogs are trained, but they're cheeky and they know that like we'll yeah. have little back and forths and stuff. Whereas Sergeant is a disciplined, well-trained dog because that's what Louis wants to do. He he, yeah. he runs a company collar coaching where he trains his own pets and he goes out and trains other people's dogs mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. and you know obviously it's it's no easy game training these dogs that are known for 
Yes. But just all sorts of bad temperaments yeah. and being cheeky. Never act with dogs no, and children. Yeah. No, I met these dogs. Meant to be the Before rule. I met these dogs, I thought, oh, I don't know. Yeah. A bit. When I, you I said I, there's American Bulldog, I was like, oh. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I told everyone about Sergeant and everyone goes, oh, oh. And then they became like, oh, my God. But do you know what? The stigmatism, like, they get such bad name and such bad stick, but do you know what? I would trust him over a chihuahua any day. Yeah, no, my, my, my old poodle is way more violent than even Sergeant or yeah. Miles. A... Maybe not Parker. And he, um, don't, don't disrespect Parker, lad. He's got issues. He's got issues. Yeah. He's got issues. He's got issues. He's got issues. But that's not because of his breed. No, no, that's absolutely not because of his breed. That's 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 why we're making a dog like we're working with dogs like this because we want to beat those stigmas. Because I have got two dogs like that, and I've got one dog that's the friendliest dog in the world. Would like just lick you all day long because he just sit there and be your best little mate. And then I've got another one who he doesn't really trust people. He doesn't really like being around people. He doesn't know, but that is again because he's a mm. rescue. And when we got him, there was like clear signs of being mistreated and stuff. Yeah. And in, in fairness, Caitlin's like that as well. <laughs> oh. Wow, <laughs> Bob, this is the end Fantastic. of your episode. <laughs> Podcasting <So>, serious. <laughs> when, uh, okay, tell us about the the law. When's it out? How can people see it? Okay, so October twenty fourth, mm. it's getting released. Um, a, because it's close to Halloween, B, because it's mm. my birthday. Yeah. So we're going to um, drop it. We're, um, it should be dropping in the mid-afternoon, just after we um, we go to our viewing of it and watch it together as a team. As well, this is going to drop on the 18th, so you've got a couple of days, you know, yeah, get, fresh get in your ready. mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, even, even if you listen to this after, you know, when it's close to Halloween time, put it on, something spooky to yeah. watch, um, something fun. But... Yeah, so that's what October twenty fourth is going to be on the hands of the Roundtable YouTube and our Vimeo, um, which will be up shortly, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be able to watch it there for free for nothing. So great because I, I I know speaking to you guys, you, you're not that big on on social media, but people can find uh, the links to it on on your Facebook page mm-hmm. and, yep. and, and yep. stuff yeah. as well. But it is YouTube and Vimeo. Yeah, it is the, the Roundtable. Yeah. We might have a Vimeo by the time this comes out, but not right now. Okay. We're setting it up. Right. Yeah. And, and what's what's the next big project? Okay. Go on. Well, Caitlin, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> um, it's literally like a few weeks away, isn't it? We're um, filming The Gaze. It is, it's sick. It's one of them. It's crazy. It's cracked up on us. I have to. The Gaze, yeah. Um and it's about oh my god no I feel like will you say it um, okay so based in, in a summary it's about it's based on Japanese folklore and mythology we've mm. we've mm. Um, I don't want to say westernised it I don't because this is Will's influence here isn't it <laughs> yeah. I can see this yeah. um, it's kind mm. of it's kind of you know in line with things like the grudge yeah, and oh, um, yeah, yeah and the, the ring. Do you know what? Yeah, when I ring, say yeah. that I was reading the sc- learning my lines the other day, reading the script, you and I went me. to bed and I messaged Ryan going, I can't actually sleep now. Like, I've scared well, myself. Well, that's a good sign. This is it how is, we know well, it's going to be scary. Like, yeah. The actual like stage directions and all oh, the hair, oh, the black hair. It's just, I don't know, it's just creepy it's and I can't wait to see the it. Suki on a. I, I hope I got that right. Go on. I f- it was close. <laughs> um, so basically, this Japanese mythology is about a lady who can get through anything. She can get through any crack, any gap in furniture, doors mm. closed. She so she exists in sort of a world in between and has access to these gaps. Like, Our like, sort of take on that is... 
like the gaps in between your your, your radiator and your, and your your setting. Just yeah. just give yeah. the people at home somewhere to check before bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Trust man. me, I've checked. <laughs> but um, yeah, she Open sort of she sort of exists in between. I literally again to talk about origins and stuff of ideas. I was um walking one of my dogs. <laughs> I am um, late at night. The the idiot one. Just the, 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 the stupid boy <laughs> um, yeah. just to avoid people and we were walking late at night around Dovecot shops mm. um, around by home which is always scary ex- anyway exactly yeah. it's Dovecot shops you're <laughs> on edge <laughs> and um, <laughs> I've walked through I've walked past like a door that was open for some reason like up to mm. flats and mm. I just like in the there was like a weirdly big gap in between that door and I was like man if someone was in that gap but like wasn't actually there that'd be creepy and I was like yes will I've got a film yes. <laughs> like, guess what there's this piece of folklore I know about yeah come on Wow. And so okay. yeah, and so our kind of take on that is, you know, she, she exists as a vengeful spirit. That's kind of how. And that's not me, by know, the way. This, um, <laughs> this the pale lady, as we like to call her, is mm. you know she's seen in. She's not just seen in like Asian mythology. She mm. is seen in every kind yeah. of like mythology. Do you and know we what wanted I mean? to make that homage to Japanese cinema, mm. but we've had problems casting, so we've had to westernize it. That's out of necessity. Yeah. But we'd rather we're, have not have done that. Yeah. yeah, but it's one of those things where it's still got those influences, it's got that background. But like I say, it you know it comes from all over, doesn't it? If you look mm. anywhere, you see this thing about like this woman who's been burnt or hurt in some way, mm. and that's caused her to be mm. vengeful. And um, in a lot of ways, you know, I, I do see the the sort of connection with the law. My first film, you know, it's a in a way, it's a spiritual successor to that yeah. because yeah. it's um, this vengeful female spirit, this kind of strong um feminine aspect of this this presence but like you know i like to think about it in like the way of i remember when we started putting together the set uh, the people who were going to be on set for the law someone said to me they were like you need to have a few girls on set because you know they bring that like womanhood aspect they do <laughs> they bring something to soften <laughs> the set apart from a bunch of men all you know grunting at <laughs> each other all day <laughs> but in the in the long run it really does add something but i think the movies are kind of the inverse of that it's like what if that sort of order and that presence is a negative presence yeah. and, and that's the what we're spirits exploring. coming after your host caitlin will she live oh my god she no. oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. no the the big thing for me as well is um why people watch horror um mm. and loads of people will like um say I've just watched a really scary movie and now I can't go to bed kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So some time. people are like, I don't understand why, why they watch horror. But in my view, it is kind of cathartic because you watch something, you feel all those emotions. And then at the end of it, you actually feel good because you've got all those emotions out. And, yeah. and, and that's, the, that's the role of it. No, at first it was like, yeah, we're going to specialise in horror. And we mm. can do it is, but we've got to a point where we're Doing a bit of everything, really, aren't we? Yeah. And this yeah. is our last yeah. horror, really, on the books. Until for a small, next. yeah, for a short term. We wanna, yeah. we wanna step away from horror. We wanna explore some social realism. We wanna, we wanna talk about things that we've seen growing up. We wanna talk about, we wanna talk about the world as we see it. You mm-hmm. know, we wanna talk about our world. We wanna talk about the streets of Liverpool, the the people on yeah. those streets. Yeah. We, we want to talk about the streets as a whole. We want to talk about the people on those streets. I would like to, but you never know. We'll see. Eventually. <laughs> Maybe we'll like, make a tie into a certain project we'll to keep yeah. hidden right now. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much to both of you no, for coming yes. on. Thanks a lot it for having us on. Absolute pleasure. I hope that we went got really some fast. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We can reach it on Hounds of the Round Table on Facebook. 
and Instagram. And Instagram, yep. yeah. That's where you'll find us. Um, and we post mildly, <laughs> so it won't be too in your feed. That's yeah. all but right. I, I, at the end of the day, we just hope you like what we do. Brilliant. And if you so don't, you. well, Definitely. hopefully there'll be something. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, best of luck with, with the new Thank stuff that, that's coming up. Thank you. Thank Fantastic. you. No, thanks a lot for having us on, guys. This has been Definitely. wonderful. Right. And, and we always conclude with um, looking at Caitlin's week ahead. Oh, Caitlin, what, what have you got planned? <laughs> Do you know, right, ask me next Sunday and we're going to be drunk on Prosecco every day. But this week, it's um, we're going to be working all week. Boring week. Sorry, okay. Barb, I can't well, really. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, you know, when when I'm tidying up the, the, the <laughs> flat in, in my yep. quiet and unfashionable life, I'll think about you. Okay, thanks, thanks. very much, everyone, <laughs> and see you on the next podcast. Thank you. Thank Bye you. now. Bye.